when when Andrew's not here, there's like a ninety percent chance that this episode will never <laughs> actually be recorded. So we never we don't so experience this, is that 10%, this very often. This is that ten percent that it's actually happening. We're actually gonna record it. I bought my beer in a big jar full of ice. I like it. So that it's my last beer, but I don't have to leave to get it. I'm on hydros. <laughs> mine's gonna make me get a. Mine's gonna get warm. I didn't plan ahead. It is pouring outside here. Oh, weird. It's hot Aww. as fuck out here. 20% chance I lose power. Oh! Sweet. All right. All right, let's do this. That's we, that let's means we go. have like a. Uh, Seven percent chance that this air, this episode gets actually recorded. <laughs> All right, here we go. Welcome back to Plans Are Optional. This is Marty here. Uh, no kneecap, Marty. And we Hannah, uh, joined by uh, Thunderstorm Tom, and we got uh, the prolific, the gambler himself, Neil. Uh, no Andrew. He is still on the motorcycle trip, which I should be on. But we're going we'll to talk about to it. Talking as to yeah, we're why I am not still on the motorcycle. There's trip. a lot of content. So, so with once. that, guys, it a lot's happened with me. I have I've missed out on your lives. What what is new? What's been going on the last few weeks? Where have you been? I feel like I it hasn't been that long since I talked to you. I well, built, last week I, I had a, a I had a meeting. Tom built a closet. I cleaned my I blinds and I Custom fell off shelving. a chair. Custom shelving in the closet for Tom. Yep. Hannah cleaned blinds, which is a tedious task. Really... So kudos to you on that. I well, I was I got the email about that first interview I got, and I suddenly had motivation again. So I cleaned my blinds in my bedroom, but I did fall off a chair at the same time. <laughs> oh, well, that's funny. <laughs> very, very, like very slowly. No, it was a very controlled like tip over. But I did wake up with a bunch of bruises on my leg, but not like Marty. Mine was a controlled <laughs> problem. Hey, now. <laughs> yours doesn't sound like it was a controlled problem. but Was was yours because of the chair or was it because of like socks that you were wearing? That uh, made it's you because slip? I was real what? dumb and I put the chair in wedged it between a dresser and the tower for my computer. And I had the back of the chair facing out towards the bedroom. So I got on, but then I couldn't get off again because I didn't want to step on the tower. And then I was trying to stuff at my desk, and it just kind of tipped over very slowly. <laughs> so you were using the chair to get up to clean the blinds. That's what it Uh means. Yes. Gotcha. You're right. You're correct. Okay. That's smart. I've and done this that before. A, a desk wheelie chair. No, it is. I uh, no, it's a solid wood chair. <laughs> no, she was smart no. enough not to do that. Yeah, I have some intelligence. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, Hannah, I'm glad that you have purpose and motivation now. I know I cleaned my whole damn this room. Interview. That's that's huge. It really, actually, is very huge for me. So you're also seemingly in a new podcast recording space. <laughs> oh, I wasn't the only one okay. who, did, who well, noticed I, that. Okay, well, I, I also haven't been on here in like a month. So I know it's been a while since I had Tom. So I'm in my living room because I don't know my my. Uh, my desktop just isn't handling it well, so I moved. So we're on the laptop. Yeah, I moved to the laptop a little bit ago because I was also trying to run some analysis on my desktop, but that's also not going well. But we're on the laptop in the living room. So your laptop is now 
being the procrastinator as to why you can't work on your thesis. That's really what I heard. No, because I can have something going on the desktop just fine. <laughs> oh, okay. I could be like uh, well, working. I, was... I could be like, I don't know, double fisting it right now and working and being on the podcast, but I didn't plan ahead. No, well, you're this double fisting by you're... drinking a beer and recording and talking on the podcast. This demands your full attention. The only thing that is acceptable is drinking while doing this. The analysis involves pushing a button and leaving for three hours. So We demand your full I'm attention here. here. I'm here. Oh, I must say I like the space, the new the new ah, space thanks. that you're in. I like it room. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the decor is nice. Uh, I I, I for all the years that I've known you, Hannah, um, and your your uh, propensity to uh, lean towards the gothic <laughs> side of things, you got you got the lights Complete behind you under the T. Like. like, yeah, uh, it's very light. It's very unlike you. It's very uh, well. I am sitting. I, like I am it's sitting right next to a sliding glass door. But if I tilt you a little bit, oh, that's that California sun. Look at all those plants I have. Go. That's not yeah. very goth. No. And it, it's a bunch of books. I don't just buy books that are black. Do we call that landscaper yet? I tried once last week and then forgot about it again. You just reminded me. Yeah. Is that the one that knocked on your that door? Window. No, there's a new one that's doing my neighbor's yard and will do my yard at the same time if I will let him. You should let him. It's been like two months, three months, two months since the... At least two months since he gave me that note, but whatever. Does he do it for oh. le- less because he's next right there, or it's still the same price? Well, I have no idea what his usual price is. I haven't talked to him. You would think it's a slight amount of discount. Like 10% not... to save on gas? I mean, they're not well, saving. Yeah, they got to be save saving on, on gas like, is travel a, time a out there, big right? One. If... And it's a very little yard. They don't have very much. Well, both of our yards are very small, but whatever. They could have charged you like a full eight-hour day and, you know, could have gotten it done in four. So now, instead of doing that, maybe they give you half and the other person half. It's going to come out and be like 50 bucks an hour. It's 50 bucks a month if I want it. Oh, month? That's not bad. I know, and I do want it. I just haven't. It's an hour a month. Yeah. Marty's logic. Marty's landscaper makes a lot of money. uh, I would say a landscaper probably is closer to like... 35 maybe yeah my my landscaper is here for about half an hour a week and it's 180 so that's about oh my god 50 bucks a month it's a big yard because it's not just one person it's like three people so he has to pay yeah has to pay them as well yeah it's this tiny little postage stamp of a yard so a half hour 50 so a half hour four times a month for 50 bucks not bad Maybe I'll t- I mean, just text him. I don't know if it's a texting number or not, but I can try. Well, growing up, I used to mow lawns, and it was like ten bucks for an hour that I, you know, that I did. The if it took me an hour, it was ten bucks. That seems reasonable so, for like, youth. I mean, yeah. So you were you were going to pay ripped off, is what I'm hearing. Inflation has happened, Tom. It was a different time back then. <laughs> Yeah, you know, used to be. Ours, if, it used to be a hundred with the same guy, then one twenty, then one fifty, now then one sixty, now one eighty, <laughs> and that's over the course of about eight years. Okay. 
Which kind of well, makes see, sense. I think it's gotten right? worse and worse. Over the course of like eight years, it should almost close double. To double. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think every five years you should get a discount that you stay with him, right? I so agree. I'll tell him that next week. <laughs> <laughs> My friend said you should give us a discount. <laughs> it's well because we're totally you know work. it's it's easier it's easier to keep a customer than to get a new customer. This is true, yeah. and so yep. that way you know if you're locking in at that same rate. We did. We did have a lapse of service for a year with him because my wife had lost her job. So we tried to cut back on things that we could theoretically do ourselves. Um, we never did it, but um, <laughs> it, it, it was the one of the things that we cut. And then we were like, you know what? We're never going to do this. Like it's actually a lot. If you add three people for half an hour who know what they're doing with the right equipment, if you had to do that every week, you're looking at a couple of hours. Oh, I don't think I have or ninety minutes mowed the lawn myself since I moved into this house. I could I could get him for a special like a special job to kind of like get some of the weeds out of the backyard. But no, what you do is is you just get him on and then you say, "Can you do a little bit every week?" Right? And oh, that's a good idea. That's what our like our guy's great. We'll be like, "Oh, can you cut this tree down?" And it's like, "Yeah, I'll just do a bit every week." And like four or five weeks later, it's gone. That's so perfect. He'll, he'll do it that way. I, I, for one, find yard work, at least mowing the grass, very therapeutic. It's very hot here. I, I do, I do enjoy the, um, the smell of fresh cut grass, and then it, like sitting down, drinking a beer in a lawn chair, and playing lawn games. Like I, I enjoy well, that thoroughly. I, for one, do not find it very therapeutic, but I do find sitting down in a lawn chair drinking beer to be therapeutic. And I like the smell of fresh. Cut grass. I'm fine. Oh, yeah. I'm all up for it. I just don't want to cut it myself. We'll have Marty do it. Well, I'm not cutting any lawns for a little bit. Let's just be honest there. Um, I I got like two weeks before I can do. What if you had like the remote control powered one? You can put on like your your goggles (laughs) and it's like virtual reality (laughs) mowing the lawn. Is it like a Roomba for the lawn? Sounds sounds like you're not trying hard enough. Lawn simulator. It's nice you think I have that much money. Well, I mean, well, with this new we job, talk about you, know. you as well. What's happened in your life since you haven't been here for a while? Well, we ha- Wait, I d- we haven't I d- got. To I did want to touch up on this little story just because, like, I, I, it jogged my memory that this just happened as I was leaving work tonight. It has nothing to do with what we were talking about. Um, but <laughs> so the this guy in work told me about uh, these shore houses that were selling. This couple that was like. Say they're like in their nineties or whatever. They died like within a week of one another, and then the granddaughter or the daughter, I guess, um, got ownership to the shore house. So this is down uh, Jersey Shore. Uh, so yes. a contractor went up to the daughter. Actually, two contractors approached the daughter during the funerals <gasps> to discuss remodeling the shore home that she got ownership with. How and do sure they, enough, how do they so, know that? So here's, I don't know, but here's the deal that they strike. They they pitch the idea that, hey, we'll knock down this rancher and we'll put up like a twin or a duplex. You can have one half and we'll have the other half. We'll do the, we'll completely do it for free, except we own oh. the one unit. Okay, I guess and you can come to my, it. yeah, if you want so to build me something brand new, for free. brand new place. Yeah, that I was like it. A, Two three story twin home. You can crash my parents' got, funeral yeah. and give me a free house. It's kind of <laughs> so they the so they did this while she was 
standing in front of a, a coffin. coffin? The, yeah, the person that used to just own the home a week prior to that. You know, I would have or... said only if the co- this coffin here with the contents <laughs> go in your half, and I can I, get, I can visit with like once a week or something. <laughs> and you have to deal with that. You have to build a shrine. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like an old builder's trick. You're supposed to leave something in the house. You can leave a, a coffin. <laughs> a, an occupied coffin. I told him to coffin. get lost until after the funeral, and then I would go find a different contractor and say, this is what somebody else... That's just tasteless. That that maybe <laughs> yeah, is what happened in the end. I don't know, yeah. but it is... Yeah, It's, it's so tasteless. tasteless. I don't even yeah. know how they knew that... So, she this got came the up because and... you know, because the person you know, the landscaper knocked on Hannah's door. So obviously, mm. it's the same thing, right? It's the cold calling. Oh, did they just it's the go? New, it's the new cold calling. It's going it's to, showing funerals up to funerals and seeing to who's housing the new house renovations. Man, we're getting in desperate times. I mean, you never know. You show like, up at the estate sale. It's a bit of a dice roll. That I seems mean. fine. The estate sale is different. Yeah, state sale is probably the estate okay. sale. Who you're supposed to pick out at the funeral? <coughs> oh, hmm. I don't know. I think there's a lot of people out there who would be like, for they know, you know, it's a long lost relative that they've never heard of before. So they're just playing the numbers. They might be aware that it's, you know, it's I know, and then they like <laughs> they hit a bad one every once in a while where it's like. Right. This is my child's funeral or something, yeah. and you're just like, oh. It's like dating. Oh, you hit a. <laughs> you only hit a bad one once in a while? I, I don't date, so. But I'm just. Neither saying. do I. Yeah. I, Same. Marty Marty, Marty Marty dates in this call. I, we did I not don't remember get the last to... time I went on a date, so. Which, by the way, that was the thing that ruined our whole Vegas trip, was the fact that when you arrived and we were all together we were going to go over your dating profile and that's what i was just gonna do say cool dating stuff and you didn't it, come so we couldn't do it but neither did i i didn't come well either, yeah but... and neither did hannah so we couldn't do it doubly that couldn't do it at I'm least sorry. tom told us he wasn't coming yeah i was pretty upfront about reliable that start. reliable tom you're a reliable guy he's a reliable you guy tom <laughs> i might be like five ten minutes late all the time like but, pretty consistently. But, but you'll be that's, here. That's reliable, right? That is. It's consistent. Reliable. You can rely on me being late. Set my watch And you can rely on me being truthful that I'm not going. We like that. Solid. You know what? It, I will say, was... I will say on Thursday night, I was looking at flights for Friday just to see. Just in case. Maybe, maybe they dropped in price a little bit, which oh. they did. They did come down to like six hundred, seven hundred. That's still so, to like so the much. Nine hundred, but... and I was just like, "That's still too much." It yeah. would have been so funny if you ended up in Vegas and made Marty. It would have been hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tom's whole master plan was he was just going to be there and surprise us, and yeah, I. Uh, Neil, what's been going on with you lately? How's the pup? The pup's good. Um. He's grown pretty fast. Uh, I think he's around 45 pounds now. So he still Jeez. looks very much like a pup, but he's definitely getting bigger. He's pretty much weighs as much as our, our husky. Um, but he's a pretty chill pup still. So he's he's good. He's good. Um, not the smartest. We'll say that. Perfect. Um, you don't want a smart dog. 
It depends, but yeah, you don't want to. It depends what their motivations are. Because then they're too smart, and they'll get around all the things you want them not to do. They'll figure out how to do it. Right. It's like you don't yeah. want a smart husky. You want like a you want a C average dog because you don't yeah. want a dog that's too dumb that will, like gets stuck in the bathtub or something. You don't want to deal with that either. <laughs> C average. This guy does get stuck under the couch because he'll <laughs> he'll plop himself down right next to someone who's sitting right, and it's just about the right height for a dog, a forty pound dog, and he'll sort of just put his head under because you know dogs they like they like enclosed spaces and dens and stuff. And he'll slowly just starts creeping in, and eventually he he'll be stuck, and he'll be like, "Ah, I can't get out! I'm stuck in the couch." So we have to like yank him out. Oh my god! Yeah. But no, the pup's good. Uh, so all good. He's got some floppy ears. Yeah, he has. Well, he's still a pup, so it takes a while for their ears to stand erect. Um, the one side is now pretty much up, but the left side is still sort of half limp. Um, but they do say we're getting to the point where if it doesn't start standing up within the next week or two, we have to pin it um, to help it stand up and then it'll stay up on its own, apparently. At least that's what the... Bear in mind, this dog, unlike all our other dogs, we got this dog from like a breeder. And they're really, really, you know, quote unquote, strict and into the whole thing. It's not like rescuing a dog from the pound, right, where you never talk to them again. So... They're like, oh yeah, if it's not standing up after eight weeks or whatever it is, you've got to, you've got to pin it, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. Um, Can you ask is... them to pay for the pinning surgery since they, uh, their coupling didn't work out so well with this puppy? It's not, it's not surgery. It's literally just pinning it. Like a, it's a, it's a little bit of tape you use, special kind of tape, and oh. you hold it. Yeah, it's not like we don't have to pay like hundreds of dollars to make that happen. So I'm willing to, I'm willing to do it. Otherwise, I'm like, no. I mean, a limp, one limp here actually looks kind of cute. That's so. kind of cute, I, actually. I don't like, care. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm envisioning it, it, like a metal pin, like literally. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Shoving it down it's the like Something like that, yeah. Something simple that hopefully not painful something for the dog. Simple, no, but like through I the ear. I think it's probably painful it's like, for the dog. Yeah, just tape. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and it's a German Shepherd, correct? Correct, yeah. Although, I will say, as far as pain goes, he is a wuss. Okay, this dog, like, you know, we've had dogs over the years. Some of them are just literally just statues. Like, they would just balls, right? No pain problems, complete tolerance. This guy, the tiniest little thing. Like, <laughs> it's like, so, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yes, he might not take to this penning very well if it is actually a metal pin. Yeah, we'll see. I'll let you Is there any know. reason to pin the ear besides aesthetic reasons? No, there's no not. Well, I can't. I don't know for sure that there's not as you know. Uh, in the world of you know pack animals, maybe there's an evolutionary advantage, but in the world he lives in, no, it makes the no difference whatsoever. Room. Yeah, it makes no difference. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the only thing I could think of is like maybe ear infections are more prone with maybe. or without it. Possible. Something like, and I was thinking about hearing. Think looking at. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's... it's but, well, you have another ear It to takes time. I mean, dogs, it does stereo. take time for their ears to, to go up. So, whatever. Um, right now, though, it's I mostly actually, aesthetics. I didn't know they go up on their own. And they start out floppy and they go up on their own. That's yeah, cute. Yeah, it's weird, huh? Yeah, what it's, is, it's mostly what is the signaling process that's telling right. the ear, all right, it's time to, like, stiffen up? Like That's what I thought, right, because the dog has 
like that his brain i'm sure has zero nothing to do with it oh his brain has nothing to do with it it has to be some sort of hormone or chemical signal and why does he even have that i don't know they just do i guess they can't coming out coming out fully stiff probably wouldn't be a good good scenario (laughs) um (laughs) sorry for the phrasing but yeah (laughs) i mean dogs and breeds have been around for so long and they've been bred for specific purposes and german shepherds are specifically hunting attack dogs so they got to have their ears up for commands and and hearing things it's like um like pit bulls like there's they clip their ears back specifically because of for dog fighting so they don't get bitten off um but with that um there's other things that are going on in other different dog breeds that have different purposes that are are done for purely what they were bred for so it's just interesting i want to know the scientific basis behind what turns an ear limp to stiff there has to be some sort of like (laughs) temporal thing involved as well it doesn't happen for a while we could look it up right now but we could but uh we're not let's not bother okay let's leave the listeners to figure that one out and tell us tell us what it is tell marty on uh facebook or instagram or any of these other social medias that he's supposed to manage marty is our social (laughs) media manager or or those of you that are in the discord we get more interaction with with our listeners in our discord so you could that's the one i was pushing from the beginning that's only because we do wordle every day oh we were still getting some talk in there but canadian canadian neil he he's caught up um meredith the librarian there's others that do listen and interact with in there and so um haven't heard from some others in a while but um it's you know let's get people back well and we got interacting a, again we got a new listener this week who listened yesterday which is my buddy who um came to meet us in vegas when we went to vegas and oh. since we were all very much you know he was like how did you guys all meet and we were talking about the two different podcasts he is now a listener of both oh so, nice yeah welcome you you brought you brought a friend to i vegas. didn't bring him he lives in vegas um so we, oh, okay. he met up with us on just oh, one, on yes. one of the nights and just came to hang out and he it was great because he um, he's able to get us free drinks at the Venetian because he has a friend. Oh, is that who, guy? Yeah. So um, we just he's he's an interesting dude, um, but he lives you know he lives in Vegas, so he never goes to the Strip because it's like he said you know if you live in Vegas you don't do that. Um, don't go there. Yeah, it's like going to Hollywood Boulevard if you live in LA. It's just like why would you go there? Um, but yeah, he came and hung out and, uh, is now a, is now a listener. He said my audio is shit and I need a new (laughs) microphone. And that's what he wrote on the review, even though he gave us a good review. Oh, he gave us a review too? What a good listener. Yeah. And I said, so did you listen to like an old episode? He's like, no, the last one you did. And I'm like, (laughs) it's gotten better. I thought my microphone was better these days. So now I'm really consciously, I'm just up the game for this one. I've got it right in front of my face. You were just, as you yeah, were talking you just, right there the entire move. time, you were staring at the screen, though. So the problem is the microphone is off to the side. Yeah, but I only, like, compare me to Hannah in this picture. I know this is not good content, yeah. but there's I mean, no difference. Hannah's, Hannah's pretty similar, right? Yeah, but yeah. I guess it's just my voice. But it sucks. A- Andy prefers to just give you a hard time. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, not just Andy. New listeners. I mean, this <laughs> guy, and, too. And new listeners, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. He didn't say anything about Hannah's voice. 
No, he Hannah actually said the same. I'm set up the same. He, said, up the same. he said, if Hannah leaves, you guys are screwed. And I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? And he's like, she's a girl. You're all boys. And I do bring some diversity. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we and a different, do it without a different Hannah. opinion. Yeah. So anyway, that was his feedback. Our That's listeners feedback. just like Hannah. I I, I'm a likable person. That is why she has two ep- two podcasts. So, yeah. okay. There we go. All right. Well. She's still on our contract, though. Don't forget that. I think I'm on, yeah. like, this contract for life. There was, like, no exit date on this verbal yeah. contract. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we got to get into the nuts and bolts of this episode. Um, why is Marty here and not, well, yeah, didn't go we to Vegas? Yeah, I have an episode without him. I was really looking forward and... to it. I had some topics. You had some topics no, other than kidding. other than this. Okay, I meant like if you weren't we here, we those. had things to talk about. <laughs> oh, we're. I have a feeling we're still going to get into a lot of this because okay. this this episode I I view as the whole train wreck of this weekend. And it was a lot. We're and train wreck is the wrong word. There's motorcycle yeah. wreck. So yeah, bike wreck. <clears throat> geez, spoiler alert. Um, oh, cut it. Well, you are, you are so, dragging that. it out. Cut that, Andy. <laughs> so with that, uh, yes, we, we embarked on the motorcycle trip that we'd been talking about for years. Years now. Uh, this past week. Um, you know, not not the one that we originally envisioned, but Andrew, AJ, and myself were going to get on the bikes and we were going to make it down to Vegas. And everything went well. What a good idea. The first, yes. Uh um, it went well, at least starting the first day. We we uh, we had plans to leave Walla Walla at like nine nine thirty. Um, AJ had to drop something off at a place that opened at nine. Of course, in our fashion, we didn't get all to meet up until ten ten thirty. <laughs> so we didn't roll out of town until then. Uh, we had plans for making four hundred miles. We only made three hundred, but we had a good ride. Everything was going smoothly. Everything was going fine. Uh, we. As we're rolling into town, um, Mountain Home, Idaho, we uh, look for a campsite, and I I found one. We pulled up, looked, and it was it was rough. It was a rough. Uh, those those campsites are really just trailers, and that hadn't been moved in a long time. So it's it. We decided not to camp there. We found a different one. We we set up camp. We we got everything going. We're ready. Um, the next day we noticed that my bike hadn't been set for the load that it was carrying on there. And so it began a morning adventure to find and adjust the suspension on my bike. Well, when you adjust the suspension on the bike, it rides a little bit differently. When you have a load on the bike, it also rides a little bit differently, which will come into play a little bit later. So... We start on the path down to Elko, hoping to make it to Eli, Nevada, um, on our way in between Mountain Home and um, Owehi, uh, Nevada, which is one of the last spots to get gas. Yes, guys, I know I'm cutting out. It's difficult. I get it. Well, we just, um, sorry, cut but, cut for a sec. We can edit this bit. We'll just say if you turn off the video, you might save bandwidth and you might not cut out. <clears throat> Because you're also cutting out, I like, don't know. words. 
It's not we, that we bad. Can't, it's we not can't that... hear you, though, sometimes. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's like if you didn't have the video bandwidth, you might sound okay. Context clues, I can figure out what you're talking about, but you're definitely not saying certain words are not getting through. Right. Okay. Let me let me turn the camera off. Is that better? Any background? Are, we, are you getting me now? So far. Yeah. yeah Let's so try far. this okay. out. All right. So we leave Mountain Home in the morning it's after not. fixing and, and adjust. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> it's the same. Come back, I guess. Um, I mean, in in all reality, my internet, I don't know why, has been very... Just uh, close all of the porn tabs that are running in the background, and then that might help. <laughs> oh, my there, God. There, Morris just farted, in the and it is a rough one. <laughs> that was like a people fart. I didn't hear it, but maybe the mic picked it up. I don't think... I think you need butt cheeks to make a fart sound. Oh, you like mean that. it's just a smell? It smells bad? It smells bad. <laughs> oh, cat... And it, I, I yeah, know it wasn't me. No, cat farts are disgusting. <laughs> Holy cow, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand, though. All right. They eat the same thing every day. Why do they have a really bad fart every once in a while? Yeah. It's a system, Hannah. It's a system. Okay. <laughs> okay, Marty. <clears throat> All right. Hang on. I'm making a note. Okay. So we leave Mountain Home as we get into southern Idaho. Uh, you know, we're in our stretch to make it to the Nevada border. We come across these things along the side of the road. And they are just black and they look like they're kind of like flopping in the wind a little bit. And AJ and I are just getting like hit by bugs like on our ankles because we have lower uh, riding motorcycles. And we're like, what? What, the, what the heck are we keep being hit by? So we pull over and stop. Turns out um, there's Mormon crickets is what they're called by locals. They're actually called Mormon crickets. Mormon crickets. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mormon crickets. And, they're and jumping these up things you? trying to spread yes. the word. And they're on they're on the road. They're on the side, and they they're giant grasshopper locust things. That big. And they are black. Like they are just they are massive. They like. If I, if you look at your thumb, right, like my thumb is a decent sized thumb for a male. It's bigger than my thumb. <laughs> it's not a sentence I. I don't even know what to hear. do with that information. I don't know. There's so many ways. Don't I know could, there's the... so many things that come to mind. It was there, like Marty. too rich with possibilities. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm five nine. I'm about two fifteen, right? So let's I, all describe I've, our I've bodies, stuck... guys. I have a stocky thumb, right? Stocky. <laughs> do you so, like? Do you have like a, a girthy? Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> listen, they're big guys. They're like a good like they're two crickets, to three centimeters. The crickets are bigger than my thumb. Yeah, they're big. Um, oh. And that's not even the best not, bit, Marty. Not two to three centimeters. Bit. Well, that's what they look like on the picture that I saw. Are they bigger? They than are, that? they are bigger than they're they're like two to three centimeters tall, and then they're about I would say I mean, but they're flat, right? Like. Four. So they're not round. No, that, I mean, they're like they're grasshopper looking things. Locust. I mean, they're they're massive. Anyway, so, you're, get, you're getting hammered in the ankles by hundreds just of the bees. Ankle. Oh, because they're grasshoppers. Yeah, well, because they're, the they're on the floor. Yeah, they don't like fly. Yeah. 
I've and so we we pulled over on the side of the road and and after we kind of get a, a few pictures with him um aj goes like Ew. or andrew goes kind of running at them just like the brush and all of a sudden like the the field just comes alive with all these grasshoppers like scurrying away from him <laughs> like oh gosh this is terrible <laughs> If we only they knew that. They grow up to eight centimeters in length. And they look Holy disgusting. Holy moly. Yeah, they are horrible. Eight centimeters. So we get that back is big for, for a male. Ew. For a thumb? We, <laughs> yeah. We get back on our bikes. We head down the road. And all of a sudden, there's more that are on the road. They're not just like on the sides. There's more. Oh, God. I've and seen a video of it. They are so in such massive numbers. Okay, the it, dead, the number of dead changed the color of the road from black to like a red. Oh, my God. There were so many of them. And there's literally they, a like, newspaper article from the Elko newspaper about how they invaded the Idaho-Nevada border. <laughs> Two days ago, it was published. Yeah. Yeah. And it smelled so bad. Oh, my God. Bad. Get in your home through an air conditioner vent. Mm. Yeah. They, I mean, they were, and I haven't even got to like telling you more about this yet, but it, just as we're driving through this part, like it smelled bad riding on them. Like it got my tire a little slick. Like I like got a little Ew. wobbly age. It was like, oh my gosh. Like we had to slow down on this. This was, this was gnarly. Yeah. Um, because it's like, it's us... dead organic it's material. It's like laminate. Jeez, yeah. And then they the grab those things, those Mormon crickets, then hop on the road to eat the dead. Yeah, essentially, oh. so it gets more on them. So that's the key. Yeah. They eat their own dead. So they wow. they jump. Newsweek on. has published about it. <laughs> this is a big deal. And they used snow plows to like try to drive them off the road. It was it was gnarly, and like through this section like we're just cackling and laughing as we're riding through this and it smells so gross That's and so just, gross and then we're getting pelted by bugs it we make it there and we talk about it and everything how long turns how out long was there the, was, how long was it from you know beginning of the the dudes to the end of the dudes several miles Ugh, God. the the part where it actually like stained the like the whole road was probably a mile or two Jesus. Um, but leading up to that in the tire tracks, in the tire tread, like leading up, that had been stained for a few miles on either side of that really gnarly part in the middle. Um, down in Oahe or Mountain City, which is in Nevada, there was, they had been there a few days before that they were climbing the walls of the hospital there. Oh my and God. like the local high school, the local high school as you drove by, just the parking lot was just like teeming with them. It was it was nasty. So I hate it. it was it was it was gross. So we get out of there. We're going into this canyon. We're um, probably forty miles um, through this, and with that, um, we start entering this um, this canyon curvy area. And from there, yes, that picture is from the high school that um, oh, you've Tom, seen it? that you just sent. Yeah, that was that's that was the high school parking lot. I'll, I'll post <laughs> it in the. Knowledge. Yeah. Jeez. it's I'm disgusting. Gonna, um, I'll post it in it the. It is very uh, disgusting. The general, everyone's oh, gonna put it in the not Discord. know what it is at all. So we it's get into uh, the. 
we get to the canyon and it starts to they they thin out finally um but it starts getting really twisty and turny uh speed limit drops to 45 in there but the pavement changes to to uh not this like it, it's relatively new so i think it's really like tacky or sticky um but as i slow down and we're going through these turns Andrew on a different style bike, he can go through it a little faster than what I can. And he's more experienced rider. I'm going through second. And, uh, as I'm going through one turn, I feel my back tire slip a little bit. And so I lay off off the throttle and I'm only going 30, 35. I'd slow down coming into this turn, but I didn't slow down enough. I had the bike leaned over too far, felt my tire slip and lean the bike up off the throttle made me come out wide and I caught the edge of the road and the shoulder. There's no shoulder, like literally the, the soft gravel shoulder ends right at the, or starts right at the lane line, caught that bike slips out and I go down. And, um, luckily by that time I was only going like probably 15, 20 miles an hour. Um, but my knee jammed into the pavement. Um, my head hits the pavement, my jacket, I'm down AJ hears that I crashed in, in our communication system. So he pulls over stops and everything. Um, I have a big gash, open wound, flesh wound on my knee. If you imagine like a 50 cent piece, um, like that on top of your kneecap. And I have a little flap that opens that you could like Ooh, sit something in, inside, um, that goes down probably a quarter of an inch. They left and that out. And I'm, I'm, yeah, they left that on, uh, could stitch in that was that was really fun to get stitched like back together later on mm-hmm. um and i've never had stitches before and when they oh, numbed it, it's still hurt it's still hurt well i have stitches now so i can't I, yeah i need to knock on wood so so luckily aj was there aj had um some emt experience from his college days um so he got me cleaned up uh, a canine uh, police officer valley unit um was there he got more bandages and everything um got it all set up um my bike the only damage that happened to my bike was the shifter peg snapped and then my saddlebags are now kind of ruined on one side um the side that laid down but we knew that i needed medical attention and there wasn't really a way to get so i had to ride 70 miles to the nearest like urgent care center um get back on the bike and go granted i didn't do it immediately i was in shock um like aj did a wonderful job getting me bandaged up um, getting my wound cleaned as best he could um sterilization sterilization sucks with how much had to be done with road rash um but i had to ride out so essentially the 70 miles so um, I'm assuming from there, you were wearing pants. Yeah, they, I was wearing. Pants. I have a I question about the pants. pants. Yeah, like okay. what was? Didn't you have neat, good pants or no? So I was wearing mm. jeans. I wasn't wearing riding pants. I hadn't bought a pair of riding pants yet. And so lesson is, I'm now buying Buy a, a pair of riding pants. That's your next yeah. purchase. Or Although, which is a good sign. Three. That means you're going to get back on. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah you're thinking about. Um, you're not. More you're not quitting this. biking then. I'm not quitting biking after this experience. I'm definitely going to have, I already had a healthy respect for the road and the, and the, and what you do. I'm going to have an even more healthy respect because I don't want to go through this again. Um, 
but getting there, um, like my thumb, my right thumb is kind of messed up a little bit, but not broken. My knee doesn't have any structural damage. My helmet did its purpose, prevented my face from hitting the pavement and my head from hitting the pavement. If you look at my helmet, I have scratches all on the visor. Um, luckily, I didn't because I was to replace it since it's yes. now been it used. A you need a new one, right? Yes. Okay. Um, but the good thing is, is that because I was going and I'd slowed myself down to such a rate of speed that I, I didn't like skid. So I didn't get any like major road rash. Like I scraped my elbow on here, but it's already healed. Um, that's how I like, so my jacket, my helmet and my shoes all did their major functions. And so if I would have had riding pants, I feel like I would have done a little bit better coming out of this and I maybe would have been able to continue. But when we got to the urgent care, quick care, whatever it is, um, had to get stitched up, came out of shock. I took a picture. Um, as I took a picture, once they took the bandage off, I hadn't like really seen it before. I nearly passed out. Um, I was trying to text it to Andrew, and I was like, I'm going to pass out. And every, he was like, you should tell everybody else that. But they had already like seen me like that I was going to pass out. But Andrew and AJ were off getting food. So I was like, you should probably like come back <laughs> or something. So um, beyond that, um, then we got, we decided to stop there, um, figure out what was going on. And so, um, and kind of rest up. I didn't feel like I could ride much more. Um, made, essentially we, we stayed the night in a hotel, got the hotel. And that later that night, I just kind of decided I need to, I need to stop. I wasn't feeling in the best shape to, to go continuing to ride, riding down to Vegas. So unfortunately I didn't make it down to Vegas. That's kind of where my trip stops. Um, I had to spend the whole next day in a hotel room. My ribs were really sore, so I could like barely sit up on my own um, as well. But no broken, no broken knees, no broken ribs, no nothing. So again, very thankful. Very like could have been a lot worse. I'm alive. I'm talking to you all. I'm I'm happy. I'm gonna get back riding. But yeah. So then. Uh, had to rent a U-Haul, get some help getting the bike back up, and then made the nine-hour drive back up on Saturday to uh, get back home. Which knee was it? Riding... Is it your gas pedal knee? So no. on a bike, you um, on a bike. No, I yeah. meant... on a bike. It is. Your... I meant for driving the U-Haul back. Oh, it was my left knee, so I could at okay. least like. Oof. I could at least um, put it up on the wheel well in the truck and like kind of get some like pressure so my knee wouldn't like bounce or move but oregon and idaho nevada and oregon roads are not my friend they are not like the smoothest (laughs) um, especially in those areas and so like every time you hit a bump or anything it was like ah ah ah." oh god and it was just not well country that was not great (laughs) and so um but I, 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 I put it in place as much as I could getting in and out to get gas. I was really thankful that Oregon does do like the um, um, have people that are gas station attendants to fill your gas up. But I got to Pendleton, the last place that I needed to fill Fuck up Pendleton. First of all, they didn't have anybody there. <laughs> it was a self-serve. So I had to get down again and it it, it uh, it's taken me a little bit and. Um, yeah, I'm hobbling around. Um, hold on, hold on. I, I have a question. So, 
Okay, yeah, yeah that's inconvenient. But the trip back in a U-Haul must have been a good eight plus hours. Surely you stopped to get something to eat. Nine. Nine hours. Nine hours. Drive-through. Okay. Oh, you did a drive-through in a U-Haul? Oh, no, I so I did... Uh, um, the day before, um, when I was hotel-bound, I ordered Pizza Hut. So I had some pizza that was left over. I had so pizza You were in the just running on, on to... Pizza Hut carbs. <laughs> nice. Pizza and... Um, Fine. <laughs> this is a Pizza Hut commercial. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Elko... Sponsorship? <laughs> Elko, I didn't, I didn't know how much like delivery service they had, or if they had DoorDash, or what my options were. But I was like, if I spend thirty, forty bucks on a pizza and have it delivered, um, that's better than having like two or three DoorDash meals delivered to me to getting that much. Like, even though we were in the hotel was in this complex, like me getting up to go and walk across the park would have been it would have taken an hour or two i'm still hobbling around not in the best shape right now um you You would have um struggled in vegas even if you'd made it because well i guess we would have adapted but there was a lot of walking involved um and casino no i would have been i would have been hotel room bound yeah casinos you know you're always they're big and you get lost and you walk all over the damn place Um, i feel like you can walk for 15 minutes just trying to get out of there. Yeah, they're designed to make you get <laughs> lost so you don't leave. Oh, look, there's a slot. Oh, look, there's a game of this. Oh. Well, in the so the accident happened on Friday. No, Thursday. Happened yeah. on Thursday. And here I am Monday. And this is the first day that I've kind of been... It's been relatively easy for me to sit up. But even then, like I can't cough to like clear my throat. Don't get COVID without like a sharp, without a sharp pain um, in my ribs, in various spots, like, and it only happens like it's not if you put pressure on it; it's if I cough or anything. So like, there's some bruise stuff going on in my in my abdomen, torso. Um, so camping on this next leg that Andrew and AJ <laughs> are currently on would have been miserable. No, because you have uh, no time and- to recover, like. Overnight, yeah, like that's the that's the problem, right? If you had like a couple of days and they could pause the trip and you could get better, but the problem is, is you're expected to just jump straight back on and you don't have time to to heal. And just driving all day is really hard on your body, and then you sleep on the ground or close to the ground camping. Like yeah, your body doesn't really recover from that. It's all like hard, and harder living than it needs to be when you just smash. And a lot it's of shaking. Twenty twenty two. <laughs> would have been not enjoyable. Um, so I feel I feel confident that I made the right decision that I I bowed out of the trip. Again, it'll happen at some point, in some way. Um, I, I'll probably be a little bit more. Um, again, re, like taking it easier on these rides, um, and just really slow, slow even more down than what I was going. So. From there, um, that's kind of my big news: is that I'm home. I'm glad you're home. Bed, bed, bed bound, couch bound. Um, Did you like, eat? Yes. This is the longest I've sat vertical. More Pizza Hut. Yeah, I made some quesadillas. <laughs> Sponsor us. Yeah. Um, no. Um, so I, this is the first time I've ever. I've. This is my first like major major injury that's required stitches. Yeah, I separated my shoulder in college, um, but like. Yeah, I could hold off going to the doctor, 
should I have? No, but I did. This one, immediate medical attention was required. I'm stitched up. I don't know how many stitches I got. I was kind of out of it. Um, I believe you got but... five stitches. That's I think that's what I was <laughs> what told. Is, is we all know. <laughs> because Andrew, I went to, I met Andrew and AJ sub- somebody subsequently. I think they, somebody they counted said five. the stitches. Yeah, I think they, they said. well, they were in the they were in the room. Well, I asked. The, I actually asked food. that question. I I said, did he get? Did, did it require stitches? And how many did he get? Although you know what, I think AJ said that the way that they did the stitches was not like normal stitching they did some kind of um sutra thing so it required less stitches like some some kind of um maybe they heated it or something or maybe they used some chemical but whatever it was that meant that they didn't need to do as many stitches as you might think because the size of the the size of the wound to look at the picture to me that looked like a good a good eight plus stitches but apparently it wasn't yeah. as many as that. Well, so. a lot of the wound is well, just like not stitchable. Looks like too. Sure, it looks like it's just a like a scrape almost. Like it's across. Like you just the, completely the area of it. removed no, your epidermis. He, Tom, what you saw from Marty showing you now, four or five days mm-hmm. later, it looks nothing like what it looked like. Um, That's a good at point. The, at the time, yeah. it was. I I haven't seen any. I'm surprised you didn't send us any images. Yeah, there was a picture uh, floating around in Vegas, but I don't you know, have a copy, so I can't send you one. You know, pictures of my bruised butt that is one thing. Pictures of an open bloody wound is a different I'm not here for thing. It, not Marty. true. I'm... Not true. Completely. That's probably the, the more I like exciting to thing. know how terrible things are. Yeah. Or how I not like terrible him, they are. Because you were like, see... hey, I had a motorcycle accident. And I was like, oh. Yeah, immediately. Uh, okay. Um, you know, what? I wanted to make sure that you're okay. Yeah, yeah if I'm telling you that way, Marty, it, then you know that I'm you're like we all think the what you the way you put it out there into the world it's like is Marty okay is Marty dead it's like <laughs> is, is this Marty's ghost is he crippled for life yeah obviously not dead but <laughs> no you, but you like know, you could have started with you didn't give very I had an much accident, information but I'm okay dot 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 instead it was like I had an accident. Are you? I think you said, "Are you squeamish?" or something along those lines. You did. That, you yeah. said that was your you entry into you the never whole thing. Sent a picture. Like, right. I was expecting <laughs> a picture. Mm-hmm. And the moment you wrote it, okay. I'm like, "Oh fuck, Marty had an accident. I hope he's okay." And then you didn't say shit for like ten minutes, and I'm like, "Oh my god, Marty." <laughs> Marty's dead. <laughs> Marty now died he died in those ten minutes. minutes. He's fucking dead. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. Well, um, yeah, so the, the stitch that they did, um, if you can imagine, like, the um, the wound, they had to, like, push it together and up so okay. that the um, not the immediate, like, edges of the wound were being stitched yeah, together, that's but what said, uh, further yeah. in. Uh-huh. So it's like they pulled my knee a little bit closer together, and so it's um, because the wound was so deep and that the, like, it was like you took, like, a, a a spoon and just took out part of my kneecap no cartilage no nothing just took out and Wait, there was what? a hole so you had to so like, now the skin took, the skin's the gonna have out? to like stretch um no just needs to like remake or oh is that what it does yeah okay when he scooped out your actual bone no <laughs> no the, the wound is like you took a spoon and just like took out a a, a little like chunk of my of my knee up no to, bone, no to cartilage, the bone, no nothing. Up to the bone. Yeah. Uh, so geez. there you go. There's the. That's pretty serious. Um, anyway, listeners. Nice, yeah. Learn to ride a bike. 
get your license in a week. Seven All right, days, so this is what the Marty road. sent us. He said, sorry, anyone squeamish? Yeah, that's what, exactly. And the moment he wrote that, I'm like, oh, Marty. Uh, you said a question mark. I don't have time on this. I wish I had time. You're like, I had an accident. I'm okay, dot, dot, dot. And we're like, oh. <laughs> There was a delay. There was a significant delay between that. There was a significant that. delay. So, yeah, it wasn't like so two minutes. What, and yeah. Yeah. what happened is... I had taken the Ooh. picture of my knee after they unwrapped it, was in the process of like sending it to cool. Andrew and being like, I'm about to pass out. And I had Oh, they did stitch it back it. together. I was I was gonna put it on the Discord and I put it on the Discord and then I immediately deleted it because I, I figured I should give everybody a warning oh. before I do this. And so I the sorry was I sent it to anybody that saw it and then, we all oh it, that's why you said are you screaming because i was literally uh, expecting a photo after that and nothing happened and i was like oh that and then that's disappointing why i didn't get back to it for a little bit because then that's when they finally came back to me and were stitching me up which and is so fine was, marty but like you could have also just started with i had an accident i'm okay do you want to see the wound you started with are you squeamish yeah <laughs> don't be a doctor marty yeah, you don't you don't uh, no. get to the point <laughs> no. quick enough. Huh. <laughs> I feel like people know that by now. Actually, mm. this is a Marty story. This Discord is already a Marty chat. story, even for a bike accident. I know, but what he did on, <laughs> to us on Discord is also a Marty story. Yeah. So that's my motorcycle journey of 2022. I feel I'm done for the year because I got to get my bike fixed and touched up. And you have some stuff to buy. Bit. Um, yes. And I also have to heal. So with that, the other things happened this weekend. The, we were all supposed to meet up in Vegas. So I'm going to turn it over to Hannah. To, to talk about how she didn't get weekend. to come to Vegas. Well, I also <laughs> didn't and then we'll get, get into Neil. to Vegas. Not because I uh, had a motorcycle accident, but because Spirit Airlines is the worst fucking airlines on the fucking planet. So um agree. That's, I agree. And yeah. I should have I should have fucking known better. But you I I mean I took your advice to do spirit even though you said It was bad well, advice. It wasn't advice, it was anti-advice. You were like, "Well, they're known for canceling, but they were a lot cheaper." And I'm like, "You know what? Okay, fine. If they do cancel." And in my mind, I was thinking, "Ah, that's pretty unlikely. Like I didn't really believe it. But at least I can drive up and yes, they cancelled. And I'm yes, like, they did are on you, you fucking kidding me? And then, but the, from your perspective, there was no backup plan. Well, and I saw that they cancelled your flights. I feel like you were flying like in the morning or like yeah, Tuesday, like nine, Thursday nine night. The, nine in the morning on Friday was my, my plan. And so I saw that and I was like, ooh, it's not looking good for me. Because I wasn't flying out till like 7.30 p.m. And that, so there was no backup plan for me to drive to Vegas at all. Plus it was going to be like night middle of the night too hmm. and so mm-hmm. i got a nice email during the day that's like oh hey your flight's delayed and i was like that sounds about right it was delayed at least an hour so i adjusted my check-in time and went to the at the airport about an hour later i went to check in the kiosk and i got something spit out at me that says oh we can't do this you have to speak to the gate agent and i was like oh, okay whatever uh, and apparently, on Spirit Airlines, suck my dick, <laughs> uh, 
you, I mean, I think a lot of airlines have this. You need to check in 45 minutes before the flight. Fine. I was there more than 40. You have to? Or else you can't get on the flight? Especially if you're checking a bag. But I wasn't even checking a bag. No. I think so, because a lot of times the um, gate agents, the check-in agents leave and go to the gate to work and then come back. Um, But I, I feel like this is kind of a regular rule, like 45 minutes, you should have your ticket in your hand. Well, I was there 45 minutes before the email about the delay said that I uh, should be there. And I did not get a ticket because I was not there 45 minutes before the original departure time. Because you adapted your time to the delay. I adapted my time? Yeah. Why do I need to be there if the fucking plane isn't there? Which is shitty. It's like, oh, we're late to, you know, bad analogy. But like, I'm going to serve your food in an hour. Okay, then I'm not going to sit down at the table until right. an hour. So it's like, you know, it's pretty and shit. And this, this is like... 100% a total scam because the, the delay email is not it's not clear it just says we recommend you check in two hours before the departure time and there's a new departure time so it seems like two hours before that new departure time somewhere in the fine print apparently there's this whole bullshit about how you need to no matter if they are delayed and they tell you that they are delayed you still need to check in as if the plane was going to be on time which is a bunch of hot bullshit. That's some bullshit. That is some fucking bullshit. So then why why send the, the why send the notice that your plane I, is delayed? That was my question. I was like, just don't fucking to get more money from people to I don't know. Actually, yeah, I think it's a total fucking scam because so I they would not give me a ticket. I'm not mad at the gate agents. Minimum wage. They're in a, like a losing you're situation. Just, like you're just disappointed. <laughs> I'm disappointed that that's your job, but like you have to make money somehow, and like the corporation puts them in a losing situation because like they literally cannot give you a refund. Like the computers won't let them give you a refund. They don't have you know the whatever administrative rights. Oh, that's bullshit. There's always a bypass. Well, there's, there's always supposed a to be a bypass. As somebody who worked in the, retail, and it was the manager, and the manager wasn't there. He was at the gate itself. And so they told me if I waited, what they could do was rebook me. And I said, I do not want to be rebooked. I fucking hate you guys. And this is the last flight of the night anyway. It had to go tomorrow and then leave like at seven in the morning on Sunday. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It was already a short trip. And then I was just like, I can't do this. So I didn't want to be rebooked. I wanted a refund. And so they said, the manager is at the gate right now. He will come back once the plane leaves and he can give you a refund. And I said, fine, I will wait. You tell that mother. I said, you tell him that I am here (laughs) waiting. Um, And so I waited and the flight was supposed to leave at nine. So I was like, I'll give him till 930 to get back to the the check-in gate, the check-in desk. Because, you know, you know, you got stuff to do. You got to walk back to it, whatever. He never showed up. At 9.30, I went and there was one guy at the check-in desk. And I was like, hey, is the manager coming? And he's like, oh, yeah, the plane hasn't left yet. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I just sat for almost two hours right outside your fucking checkout desk. And the That's plane the hasn't left yet. And I'm not even checking a bag. 
I and know. And in Sacramento, <sighs> the security's not hard. I could have got on that plane. I almost lost my goddamn mind. And then, and then I got an email saying that the flight had been delayed until 9.30. Whatever. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I still want to talk to the manager. Never came. I left around 11.15 p.m., so I was there around 7.30. And, and it left around 11 p.m. Nobody was at the desk. It's a failing situation because who do you talk to at the airport? If there's nobody, there's no airline representative there at all. There is no central place where you can just be like, can you, can you help uh, me? Yeah. You know, and, and so... I, did, did they give you a refund in the end? I'm not still not yet. Have you logged on to the website and chatted to them yet? I am in a chat right now, so I <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, That's... it's it's ongoing, but oh, I, like uh... an email, not not one of those live chat things. No, so like I did a a super piss, and I like posted an Instagram story and tagged them. And they actually seriously, you can totally get your money back. There's no way I, you can't get your I money back. I feel like I have to, and so I yeah. tagged them. They got back to me right away. They told me their policy was this bullshit, and so that they could not offer me a refund. And I was like, no, 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 we're not doing this. And then they tried to offer me a fifty dollar voucher, and I was like, no, 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 I will never set foot. I actually have never set foot on a Spirit airline. Thank you very much, and I have tried. I will never, ever fly with you again. I don't want $50. Plus, my ticket was like 100 bucks. You're only going to refund me for half? You had a yeah, goddamn no, mind? No way. Yeah. I had this whole spiel about how they are taking advantage of poor people that are forced to use them and they're a scam or whatever. And then they finally, like, I had to, I've been fighting this since Friday night. My complaint has gone to corporate headquarters now. I sent them a, another push today to be like i still here if this is a stalling technique i am still here and i am not going to stop until i get a satisfactory result i mean how much money are we talking about here like a hundred dollars 250 well because i want well they were supposed to cancel the return flight i i thought we sure. had discussed that on friday that the return flight was canceled mm -hmm. and then on saturday i got a, an email from them about picking my seat for the return flight and i was like whoa, 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 yeah whoa, but if, if they wouldn't let you on the flight out then they can't be charging you for the flight back logically logically right? yeah right but listen listen I tell them that your friend is gonna write and i will do this it won't take very long i will write a, a twitter bot that will Literally, oh, it'll mix up your story enough to never get detected by Twitter forever, constantly tagging Spirit Because what I want to do is just fucking bother them till the end of time. Because yeah, this, this is a it's scam. Just, it's bullshit. And, it's bullshit. And they're taking cause... advantage of their poor customers. Yeah. Because no one else flies on Spirit besides a bunch of poor people. Right. And like I me. book Spirit too. And I didn't have as nearly as, well, I had a horrible experience the same as you did, in that, unlike you, which actually, in hindsight, was much better, because if it had been the other way around, it would have been a nightmare. I didn't get delayed. I got fully cancelled. So you at didn't least, have to go to the airport. At least I knew it, and I'm like, okay, it's cancelled. And I contacted them on the live chat, and I'm like, hey, th this is what they did to me, by the way. This is your laugh at this. So they were like, oh, I think you probably read it on Discord, but regardless... <laughs> For the listeners, they said, "Oh yeah, 
your flight's cancelled. And I'm like, okay. So what actually happened was they sent me an email, flight's cancelled. I'm like, oh. But, but I didn't look at my email until like 10 minutes after they sent it. And then there was a follow-up email at top of the top of the email that said, congratulations, your flight has been reinstated. And I'm like, oh, well, that was all a big nothing burger. It was cancelled and reinstated <laughs> and I knew nothing about it. And then another email came in as I'm sitting there that said, your flight has been disrupted. And That's I'm like, what, one. <laughs> what does that actually mean? And it didn't say what it meant in the email. So I'm like, I don't know. And so I, and it said, click here to change your booking. So now I click and it says, I had a 9 a.m. flight and I'm like, maybe I should switch it to the, there was only one other flight available, which is the 11 a.m. And it's like, switch, there was a big button that said, switch to this flight, right? But now I'm confused because I'm like, oh, hold on a sec. First it was cancelled, then it wasn't, then it was disrupted. So I'm not really sure if it's actually cancelled. And the last yeah, thing that's I, very confusing. The last thing I want to do is click that button and fuck everything up in the system and end up either... I mean, I don't care about the two hours, but I do care... Like, who knows? I might get extra charged. I might ruin my ability to get on the original flight. So I didn't know what to do. So I'm like, okay, let me chat to the live chat. So I go to the live chat and they're like, no, it has actually been cancelled. And then I'm like, oh, okay. So And they're like, let me see what we can do to get you a new flight. So the guy goes off, and by the way, clearly working out of, I don't know where, like like India or Philippines or something. I don't want to be racist, but it's like, hello, Mr. Neil, let us, you know. And it's like, <laughs> okay. So he goes off and he comes back and he's like, I found you in a flight for July 15th at 9 a.m. that you can get on. And I'm like, that's the flight that I booked. <laughs> so I'll fucking take it. It's like, oh, hold on a second. Oh so he God. goes away. Oh, no, no. Sorry, my mistake. <laughs> July 16th, next morning. And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to wait till the next day because it's, it's a short trip, right? It's such a short trip. Yeah. Like... So, yeah. So I'm not going to like wait 24 hours. It's not going to work. So he goes off again and he comes back. Uh, I found you a flight. <laughs> this is the best part. From San Diego to Los Angeles. And what? I'm like, what? San Diego to Los Angeles. Okay. I was flying from Los Angeles to Las Vegas. How does how does San Diego to Los Angeles help me? Any I'm fucking already way? here. Yeah. And then he oh said, in, a, in, a, in an in a slightly t- you know hootie tootie. Well, it's, e- it's even better that you live north of La- of Los yeah, Angeles. No, it's further away. Like, let me drive to San Diego <laughs> so that I can get back to my starting point and then still be stuck. So, but in a slightly hootie tootie way, it's like well. It's, and bear in mind, I wasn't, I'm not being a dick, I'm not, I didn't, I don't do that because I know it doesn't work, right? I'm just being completely just like, tell me what I can get and like, I'll just sit here and wait. So he goes, oh, I'm Mr. Neil, I'm just um, looking at flights in your general area to see what might be acceptable to you. And I, I literally, I'm just thinking, what the actual fuck? Like, not only is this whole thing a, a fiasco, but you don't even... There's not even a, a, a training program to basic, like common sense, like right? just sheer common sense. Why would a customer want to? It's just ridiculous. I just ridiculous. Well, yeah. I feel like there isn't, and I, I'm fucking furious at Spirit Airlines, but I don't want to take it out on all these 
minimal wage peons. No, you, like, no, you don't, right? And that's the it's problem. It's a totally it's, losing situation. It's for a them chain too. of bureaucracy into which you'll yeah. never get to the. You'll never. You'll never succeed in anything, really. But you will be able to get your refund because this it, is the hardest I've had to work for a refund. No, nah, you'll get it. You'll get it, I, Hannah. The thing, the thing you need to throw at them is that you waited from seven to eleven thirty to oh, talk to the manager. I'm taking I, you to small claims you court need to, for you lots need to hammer of that. loss of opportunity, I, waste of my time, poor customer service, miscommunication, misinformation, oh, all these words, and you throw that in an email. And they're just like, fucking get rid of this bitch, man. Just give her a 200 bucks I know, bucks like, back. <laughs> have and I not been annoying enough? And, like, they were super snooty I mean, with you me. Waste, you wasted a, a bunch of their time already. You would think it it's would not be a worth it. Just, waste, that's the other thing. You tell them, back. I'm going to call you every single day for I will, the next 35 years. I was like, you I will, will not spend rest. will $20,000 in resources to talk to me right. where you could just give me $250 right now. Fuck you. So I might Obviously have mis- misread this. So when I first contacted them, I told them that I got an email out of delay. So I checked in later than I would have originally. They were like, well, you know, that's against our whatever. We're not going to give you a refund. As a one-time courtesy, we have saved the return flight, which I thought meant they canceled it. But I guess it did not. But why would they save the return flight? Yeah, no comment. How, right? how, how is that a courtesy? I already bought it. Um. And then it's like, should you have any other concerns? Just let us know. And I was like, well, obviously, I still have fucking <laughs> concerns, my dude. Uh, 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 the boilerplate like, is the best. They're like, they're trying to be like, oh, you know, there's a delay. But if we leave earlier than the email we sent you, we can. I'm like, when has a flight ever left earlier than a delay? And I was like, number two, I didn't miss the plane. The plane was there and I was there. It got delayed further. Like, this is ridiculous. I mean, it's a pretty modern, um, uh, you know, the modern condition of you sitting in an airport 60 feet away from a plane for two and a half hours. I could get, and I don't, like, I don't need to check a bag. I can kind of understand if I needed to check a bag. But even, even no, I wouldn't for this one because it kept getting delayed. But I'm like, I just need to walk through security. It's Sacramento Airport. Security's easy. Yeah. And then they tried to then they tried to like push me off again. The second time, they just were like, "No." And I was like, "No, no, no. I'm not done with this." And then they f- <laughs> They yeah, also fuck. then I was like, "No, no, I'm not done with this." And I was like calling them out on how they're being a scam and they're treating their customers like trash and they're like, "This decision is not based on a lack of compassion." And I was like, "No, no, no." <laughs> they said that. Wow. Oh. oh yeah, and I was like, "I should know better than expect compassion from a company that doesn't respect their customers." And then I did say I was would be filing a complaint in small claims court. And after I said that, is when they tried to give me the voucher. Ah, uh, see, see, see. Yeah, there you go. That's the beginning of the. But I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. You still have the confirmation number. You still have everything. Get both of them. Get both. Oh, yeah. 100%. And I was just like, no, no, no. No, no, no. The lesson and then is, I said, I did, don't fly Spirit. I didn't want the voucher. Don't fly JetBlue. So they, they took it away. Don't and they fly were just Southwest. Like, oh, and I, I did complain a little bit about the customer service because the people at the desk couldn't help me. And then they're like, oh, we will discuss that with Sacramento, whatever, for trading. And I was like, no, 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 no. Don't take it out on the airport staff. That is not what I'm here for. This is your airline's fucking fault. Your predatory practices. And then they're just like, so I said no to the voucher. And they're like, well, that's that. 
uh, your concerns have been addressed and the resolution has been thoroughly clarified. And I was like, nope, my resolves have not been, my, my concerns have not been addressed. You should respond and say, I'm still going to be sending, uh, filing a small claims court claim and After then this? bluff them and say, um, but my friend is just lie, right? Just say, my friend is married to John Oliver and we've sent... <laughs> We've sent, uh, we chatted to him and he was already thinking about doing a program about predatory airlines after COVID or some shit. To be honest, like, he should fucking shit. do it. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like... <laughs> <laughs> so it took, it took at least three back and forth with them pushing me off, but telling they, me they, they have, have they compassion. Did they give you a refund yet? No, I've Not been yet. sent to corporate headquarters. Okay. Which they did, they did that on Saturday. Which means, yeah, okay, you'll probably be okay. Just take. I haven't heard anything though, so I sent them another. I sent them another thing tonight because I'm just like, uh, where did I go? I'm still waiting for an update, whatever. And they're like, they got back to me this morning. They're still apparently working on it. I guess corporate probably doesn't work weekends. But I'm just like, look, dude. Basically, it was just like, hey, I am, I am committed to fighting. For this refund until I reach a satisfactory conclusion, and you know what that is for me. It You'll is two hundred and fifty dollars. It's this like is, all this for two hundred and fifty dollars. This is I mean, so much work that this is so stupid that I have to do all of this to get two hundred and fifty dollars back. Yeah. And like because of some I can't imagine fine that's worth print- the company's resources. You know, to, to have people eventually sit there and talk to you. Eventually, it's not like eventually it isn't like that. Yeah. At a certain point, it is right. Like if you can, like, oh sure, if it's oh, a thirty-minute yeah. conversation, yeah. it's like yeah, we can get away. But with the it. longer it goes on, the less and less it, it makes any right, sense. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you give up after they say, "Oh, we can't do anything," the first time, then they get their two hundred and fifty dollars. No problem. I, I don't know. At the end of the day, right. like the way they treated you and the way that they oh, it was operate trash. was not good. And it's not like you're asking them reasonably for anything. So they they have to give you a refund. I mean, it's and just... every single person I've talked to has been like, you have to check in. If even if your flight's delayed an hour, you have to check in 45 minutes before the original departure. Like no one has ever done that in their entire life. That's a bonkers rule. Yeah. So I'm so with that, still working on with it. that, we know Hannah's pissed. We know Neil <sighs> got his plane. Uh, had a bad experience with Spirit. So f- fuck Spirit. Fuck yeah. Spirit. But we need to have some. We need I to have like some. I had a conversation looking looking at these flights to Vegas initially. I was saying, oh, it looks like the the only reasonable ones on there were Spirit and Frontier. I think, which and they're were owned like by the same company. Hundreds, of hundreds of dollars they, less. They were, yeah. like the Spirit was flight like I had that, was I'm not, three times less than the yeah. next available flight. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'll take the risk, but it is, it's clearly it a risk. It was a risk. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. So I was just like, I, I'm not even going to bother with it. But should it's we be living in a world it. where, should we be living in that world where an airline, I mean, I get it. If I'm going to buy a burger from, you know, Dave's Burgers over here or, you know, a, a burger chain like Burger King over here for like, you know, six bucks and Dave's selling me one for a dollar, that's a risk I'm willing to, you know, consider. But should it we be? Might and, be a great I, one dollar burger. And but not only that, I mean it's okay. But this is a fucking airline, not a burger fucking stand. People are planning their 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 whatever two, three, four fucking week. Families are going to get suckered into that I shit. This is not buying a burger. This is a fucking flight. It's, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Three yeah. times 
I've tried to fly with Spirit. I'm a fucking idiot for trying it three times. Did you I ever? Will... Did any of them succeed? No, I have never stepped foot on a Spirit airline. <laughs> Maybe airplane. it's a complete scam. There's no such thing as I think a Spirit they never plane. Do. They don't even have any planes. <laughs> there was a plane at the gate the then. second time, and I could see it, but they wouldn't let us on. No, that, they kept that, saying it, that it was, was a screen. Weather. That was a screen. It's their only plane. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why. Then, they have one fucking plane and they're flying. There's some motherfucking pilot trying to get from A to C. Like every single well, there was there was a news report over the weekend that a spirit plane was on fire. Sounds about right. passengers were, were uh, still on board and they were like, don't worry, stay seated. Everything's fine. I mean, what else are you going to say? Run around with a balloon? I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> I get that. That's okay. Um, but I also still going to be worried. But. <laughs> that second time I tried Spirit, I was at the gate. They kept us there for two hours, just kept pushing the delay, saying it was a weather thing. I don't think it was a weather thing. I looked at the weather. It's not a weather thing. It's a shortage of pilots, shortage of maintenance staff. Or a mechanics thing, which I don't want to get on your shitty ass plane if it's like not going to fly. But I'm not going to lie to you. I think that that, that the, so the the current airline industry is suffering a lot, like globally. It really is. Internationally. And it's genuine in the sense that they're low on staff, low on pilots, low on maintenance. But I reckon that these little airlines, these little spirits or whatever, they just use, that's just bullshit. That's just a fucking cover. It's no, an excuse. It's, the reality is, is what they're doing is, is they're, they're, it's like fucking, um, it's like, um, uh, what's the word? What's the analogy? Like, um, arbitrage. They're arbitraging their revenue in such oh, yeah. a way that they'll book, they'll overbook and over, overcreate many, many flights. And then they'll they try to, do that too. they try to jam people in, not giving a shit that, they're going to cancel, you know, four out of five flights just to fill one flight to make it profitable. And in some cases, even go as far as to just cancel everything or it, that's what it is. It's like, I get it to a degree, but no, there's some, but this not is the clearly, way that they are doing it. The, no, this is agreed. not sustainable. This is not a good business model. Because I also got an email about this flight being overbooked and how if I had flexible plans, I could rebook. And I was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. And I got a bunch of emails leading up to it about like, "Oh, if you pay us this much money, we'll give you a better seat." Yeah. Blah, which blah, is predi- like, which is predatory. It's, it's so predatory. You should be and able you, to book a flight and get on a flight. I mean, I get there's delays. I get once in a while there's a cancellation, but then you find happens. someone a new flight and that's okay. But this is obviously a. This is not a anomaly. This is the way no, they operate. This is how they work. Yeah. And Frontier and Spirit are apparently owned by the same company now, so both of them need to be boycotted. But I want to bring. I want to annoy Spirit till the end of my life. Yeah. So if you, okay, if but you we can, need some positivity. Wait, wait, I have here. one more thing to say about that, though. Because <laughs> the second time that I got delayed, I was at the gate. For two hours, and they finally were like, okay, just kidding. We're not going to catch that flight. You have to go back to the check-in desk to rebook. I walked really fast, so at least I was first in line. But it's like fucking 100 people. For like two people to work with, there's 100 people in the line. Yeah. And it's just like, and so I was like, okay, I need to rebook. And she's like, okay, cool. There's this flight. It leaves in half an hour. And I was like, I have to go to the other terminal, though, and through security again. And get to the gate. I'm like, this is not going to happen. She's like, it will. And she just rebooked me. (laughs) (laughs) And so then I got to the other fucking terminal. And it was an American flight. And so I just, and no one was at the American desk. And I was like, I'm not going to make this. Spirit is dumb. And so they gave me a new ticket. (laughs) 
Oh man, so you were so close, Hannah. Oh like, no, this was a this was a second time. This this is my third. Oh, failure this was spirit. not the Vegas thing. Okay, it's not got the it. Vegas thing. I was trying yeah, to get to Minnesota yeah. that time, oh. but I was like, I don't know why you rebooked me to a flight that it's physically <laughs> impossible for me to get on. It's in the other <laughs> fucking terminal. Yeah. Oh my god. There. I just so Vegas. All right, so listen, it's late. The podcast is deep in, so I'm gonna, I'm not gonna belabor yeah. the Vegas information. Um, but uh, so here we go. <laughs> non Marty story, the opposite of a Marty story. It's <laughs> gonna say we should talk about Vegas a little bit when Andy's on. Yeah, we should. So I'll, oh, I'll also make it. Want to save this? this is just, we can this save is our wreck episode. From my perspective, got to Vegas. It was great. Got. Played poker for a few hours while I waited for everyone. Won a bunch of money. Hooray. Took oh, my trip. Shit, nice. Met Meredith. Meredith is freaking awesome. I can't believe um, you met Meredith before yeah, I met Meredith. Meredith is freaking awesome. She knows how to have a good time. She's, <laughs> she, she can drink. I will say that. Um, we had cool time. We did cool Vegas things. We gambled. We did some activities. We ate food. Um, we played some craps. We, we hung out at the pool. It was a good time. And... Um, Driving sucked. Thank you, Spirit Airlines. Fuck um, you, Spirit. But at least I was able to get there, get back. Uh, met an old friend of mine who came and hung out with us, and yeah, good old, good old time. We had a great time. We can talk more about the specifics. Oh, there is one thing, kind of a teaser. There was an <laughs> a- active shooter scare while we were in a restaurant. Okay, you mentioned that. Wait, yes, and uh, I guess let's wait for Andrew in, so we can shoot. in Vegas or the casino that you were at. In we were in a restaurant which was close near the MGM Grand. We we're in a, a restaurant called Carmine's, an Italian restaurant. All of a sudden, everybody jumps up and starts running. Um, my friend was the funniest because he goes, "What is this? Like some like impromptu Italian Congo line that we're supposed to join in?" <laughs> uh, but it wasn't. It was a it was it was a it was an unfounded. Um, it, someone smashed a glass, a big pane of glass at the reception at some casino, mm. and it spread on social media and it spread within you know the people that were close to it, and everyone started getting panicked, and it kind of spread like you know like radius wise, like a quarter of a mile, like and a we, virus. Yeah, like a virus, and we were within that, so we ended up spending literally like an hour to hour fifteen minutes in the back of the hotel wondering if we were about to see someone come gunning through the door or whatever the fuck. Oh my god. So that really put a dampener on the final evening because it all most of the girls were pretty shook up. Um not to I mean whatever. Um and uh yeah it kind of put a dampener but then everybody kind of got over it eventually and, and we still had a good old time. But um yeah that happened. So so hey man Vegas had a good a good time. Got drunk got scared uh, yes. got one money lost money it was good a lot happened we in won like enough money to pay hours. to yeah, pay I, for an i was exhausted when i got not spirit what's that you won enough money to pay for a proper airline ticket next time well i correct like I said, yeah and and actually not to give spirit any credit um but because my flight was properly cancelled versus hannah's it got delayed i was able to get my refund very easily um, oh, so yeah. they just gave me like, but my flight was also cheaper, which is, you know, clearly they have thresholds on how much they, when they want to give people money back. My flight was only like a hundred bucks. So they were just like, yeah, okay. And they sent me the money back. Um, it didn't change the fact that 10 hours of driving still fucking sucked. Thank you very say, much, Spirit Airlines. I just Tell looked, me about it. I just yeah, looked it at sucks. if I want to drive to Vegas from where I live and it's 10 hours one way. And I was like, ah, nope. Oh, is that how far it is from where you are? 
Yeah, dude. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, that's not good. Hit me, U-Haul. Yeah, fair play. I mean, it's a lot. It's a long day to drive that long, anyway. Yeah. But and honestly, the drive back was way worse than the drive there because I was so tired after yeah. the weekend. Like everyone in the, you know, everybody involved. Andrew, AJ, there was um, AJ's wife's cousin, Meredith. So we were, you know, we were having a good time. Um, and uh, I just was fucking exhausted. And then I had to drive back after getting like three hours sleep. Fucking hell, man. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm driving back. And not only that, my phone had run out of battery to the point that I'm like, oh, I don't even know. I could just have to remember what the freeways are to get home because I, <laughs> I don't have any GP because I don't have my charger doesn't work in my car. So I'm like, okay, so I've got no phone, which also means I have no music, I have no it's podcast. It's dead quiet. Yeah. So I literally was like singing to myself, trying to make rap songs of my own. I'm like, let me <laughs> let me make some rap tunes, <laughs> like, a, like a white boy. I'm just like sitting there making shit up to myself. It was kind of fun, but it was also really nice. Terrible. Yeah. So yeah. But All Vegas right, we was cool. We will have a happy we really Vegas missed, talk. We really missed you guys not being there. Hannah and Marty. It I'm been, really... I'm we so had a good bummed, time, but it would have been even we better. We missed if you Tom guys too. We missed. We, well, I, I wasn't Tom expecting no, Tom, right. but I already knew Tom. I was missed Tom be already, there. but I wasn't expecting Tom, so that's different. Yeah. It yeah. could have been a well, surprise, but yeah. and Meredith was you... gutted, Hannah. Like she was gutted that you weren't. There. I know. I know. Yeah. Just like I felt so bad too that like I wasn't able to come. Yeah. To see but her, but I'm just like you guys have to obviously hook up. So that's oh, hundred percent. That's why I'm just saying. First of all, number one. I am not traveling any place until I can afford something beyond Spirit or Frontier. <laughs> Neither one of those will ever get my business again. I do have two job interviews coming up uh, in the next week. So who knows? And then once I get a job that makes real money, then I can, you know, maybe hop a flight on Alaska Air and go visit Marty in Walla Walla and bring... Meredith down and Andrew down. I still want to get to meet you guys. And Tom. I want to get to meet Neil and Tom. I'll fly to Walla Walla. I've always been curious about Walla Walla since I've met these guys because A, the name is just (laughs) stupid. I think it means water, water, (laughs) the original indigenous language. (laughs) Oh, is that what it means? I feel like I hear about it with a lot of these true crime (laughs) like podcasts and shows. Full of weirdos. They all get sent to Walla Walla. Oh, yeah, that's where the pen is, so. Yeah, exactly. I had a couple friends that worked there. <laughs> if we all fly to Walla Walla, are we all allowed to just crash in your house, Marty? <laughs> so, yeah, I got I got, I got, got a second bedroom. Okay. And a couch. And a whatever. couch and whatever. Yeah. All right. Good. I got a couch and second bedroom. I totally go. We should we should make that a thing one day, but and, without you know, spirit and frontier. No, no, no. Alaska <laughs> Air is... The only way to get into Walla Walla, I think. Does anything else fly right. into Walla Walla? Horizon Air operated by Alaska. Well, so. yeah. yeah. Mm. Tom, you were going to say something, though. What were you going to say? I was going to say I might. I, I was talking to Allie about uh, flying somewhere, like going on vacation somewhere later this year. So Don't you I was, spirit? I was, I was thinking California. <laughs> hey, dude. No, dude. If you want to go there to California, go. Andrew and Caitlin are coming down here in, I think it's either September or October oh, because really? they're visiting Caitlin's brother. 
um, which means that they'll be able to hang out and, you know, whatever. You could always come yeah, here. And, that'd be great. Yeah. That was right around the time I was thinking about it. Yeah. Um, are, how, how close are you to, like, Sacramento, San Francisco area? I not, live not. A literally, like, 15 miles from Sacramento. Okay. You're, you're, you see, you see Davis? Yeah. It? I live right? in Woodland, yeah. but I'm looking for jobs in Sac, and then Neil's a little farther away. Yeah, I'm just, right. I'm right in the middle of LA, so. Okay. Yeah. But, but San Francisco is about a Four hour hours. and a half, depending on the traffic for me. Oh, okay. That's not, not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. No, no. I thought I might Especially never go Especially if we do again. it like over a weekend sometime. I mean, oh, yeah. maybe we can meet up just driving around, even if like we got a rental car. If or we plan this ahead, mm-hmm. <laughs> if we actually make a plan, you guys, I might be able to use my parents' condo points and try to find us somewhere in San Francisco to stay. Ooh. So we might have to make a plan. <laughs> the sad the sad thing is we had a plan. I know. We had a plan. <laughs> we will we make tried. a better plan. I can we drive will. to San Francisco. I did that like three weeks ago. I thought I'd never go back because I don't know anybody there, but I'll go back to just just hang out. Um the, yeah, our plan included spirit, and that was stupid. And we've learned a valuable lesson, and so have the listeners. No spirit, no frontier. If just because they're smaller and more predatory, because I feel like I've been able to get a, a refund easier from the larger airlines. You're going to get that refund. Right. Every week we're going to be checking it out. I'm so. like, can you make that bot? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. T- t- first, tell them you're going to do it to save us the work. Um, and and oh, yeah. tell them that you're going to take them to small claims. Because here's the thing. If you did take them to small claims, if you actually did it. I would. They wouldn't send a lawyer. It's not worth it. It's too. That's. It costs them more than the amount that you can get in small is claims. Two fifty. Yeah, but in small claims, you're not going to. You're not going for two fifty at that point. You're going for five thousand, right? So it's like. Yeah, I've put all this time in. Yeah, and they're going to be like, oh, this is just not like they're never going to send a, a lawyer out for that. Not, not, no chance. So I'm going either to you actually print. follow it all the way through and you actually get five thousand dollars, which hey, bonus. Um, I will. Or they say, oh, fucking hell, fine, you win. Here's your money back. It's like... All right. Okay. Guys, it has been a long episode already. Tom, we got to get Tom to bed here. So... Oh, yeah. um, What did we learn this episode? What did we learn this episode? If I'm I'm the host this episode, I can't do our recap. So somebody else has to do it. I think you already started it. Oh. You pretty much got through it before, and then we went on another twenty-minute rant. Well, what we learned is that we were we can go on a twenty-minute rant when we're trying to wrap up. I learned mm-hmm. about Mormon crickets, which I it's apparently yeah. a catadid, not a cricket, but whatever. Cicada, cicada. No, K Y. Anyway, who cares? They sound gross. Uh, we learned Neil really. Does well at Vegas. We learned Neil met Meredith, my fucking co-host on my other podcast before I did, which is bullshit. <laughs> and she's great. She's awesome. Oh, God. But you knew already. I mean, yeah, we've done like 65 episodes. We're good. But like, we learned Marty had a exciting Thursday and is going to slowly <laughs> recover and is going to buy padded pants when he goes on the motorcycle next, I think that's just a given. Armored, armored pants. 
I don't know. I don't write. Add it as I don't add it as a, a different context. Mar- Marty's going to be riding around with chainmail on now. <laughs> if you can put a suit of armor on, um, <laughs> get a jousting stick. Yes, <laughs> you can joust other motorcycles. Well, and after after the wreck, um, AJ AJ and I were like, well, yeah, we don't need riding pants before. And <laughs> he, afterwards, he was like, "You've inspired me. I'm buying riding pants." That's good. So. You're an inspiration to motorcycle riders everywhere. Buy armored pants, I guess you said. I don't know what the difference. I don't ride a motorcycle. I will never ride a motorcycle. Padding is soft. Armor is hard and protective. Well, even I think padding would have helped you a bit besides just, just one layer of jeans. But um, I'll never go into a motorcycle. I will do shrooms with Neil if that ever comes up. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Tommy didn't learn as much about because what? <laughs> that was so random. Um, that was what? We've talked about that before in the podcast. <laughs> but tonight? No, I'm just doing a callback because I'm good at Ow! them, Marty. Oh, 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 oh Marty's oh, laughing too hard. No, oh, no, <laughs> I'm too funny for Marty. We've also learned that. Tom, we didn't learn as much about because no, nah, it this wasn't my it episode. wasn't your episode. This is, ev- this is everyone. This is me to show up, listen, and provide some commentary. Or this was the Vegas disaster side a, of Vegas. And this is a good episode for me. We will bring the Vegas fun side another time. Oh. I d- With that, we are plans are optional. You can find us at Facebook at plans are optional and twitter uh at optional plans um and wherever your favorite podcasts are found we'll talk at you next week bye